Welcome to the OU Jewish Reaction Show. My name is Nachum Siegel. It's the Nachum Siegel Network. This program is on every uh, Tuesday, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, right after JM and the AM. And a pleasure to welcome great guests from the uh, OU, from the OU around the world. Because in this case, we are going to Israel, uh, where Avi Berman, the executive director of OU Israel, is uh, standing by. Get an opportunity once in a while to get an update, find out what's happening with OU activities in the uh, Holy Land, and uh, to discuss... Uh, their programs and activities over there. Uh, Avi Berman, Executive Director, OU Israel. Welcome back to the Nahum Siegel Network. Oh, it's great to be on the Nahum Siegel Network, and especially talking to you and uh, with so many great Jews listening to us. I greatly appreciate that. Um, well, Pesach has uh, concluded, and um, with the uh, conclusion of the holiday, which I'm sure was very busy, both before and during, uh, over in Israel for the OU, uh, we go into Yom HaShoah, Yom HaZikaron, Yom HaTzmut, Yom Yerushalayim coming up eventually. A lot of interesting programming. Uh, but the OU Israel is not just about specialty programming, correct? You have specialties in that area where you're able to provide uh, uh, programming for people on special days. But in general, the entire week and an average week is uh, chock full of many activities. Am I right? Well, I think that uh, you're right, but uh, that's the kayak. That's the, that's really the strength. In other words, to uh, run programming on Yom Atzmaut or Yom HaShoah, you know, you, you constantly have people coming in and saying, oh, you know, I'm going to you know, go down to so-and-so town and I'm going to run a program for them and that's going to be amazing. You know, and they'll do it for a week or two weeks or three weeks, you know, whatever it is, and then the next day they're gone. <laughs> then, you know, it might be a great memory. But at the end of the day, if you really want to uh, have an impact, the only way to do it is by consistency. Okay, you, you can't come sit, you know, uh, sit down with somebody and say, oh, you know, uh, I think you should change your life, and then he's going to listen to you. Uh, somebody you invest in, somebody you spend time with, somebody you meet on a daily basis or a weekly basis, or constantly live in his town, etc. Uh, that is great that you can bring in a great speaker on Yom Ha'atzma'ut and introduce him personally to that speaker, and then you know he can get something out of it because ultimately you develop that relationship over the years. He knows that you're invested in him. He knows that you've taken out the time, the years, the the the, 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 the sweat and, uh, and tears in, in making sure that that his future is going to be brighter. Uh, then you can have a real impact. So, so we look at these uh, these Yom HaShoah, Yom HaZikaron, Yom HaTzmaut, and Yom Yerushalayim days as literally, you know, um, springboards to take us to the next level. Um, the the ongoing activities are fantastic; they're important. But again, that, that's the cake, the whipped cream of these special days. You know, it could be Purim, it could be Hanukkah, could, you name it, right? But it's really taking the 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 essence, the the power, the uniqueness of each and every day, and and being able to talk or, or, or run programming or, or do a fun activity that has to do with that day that enables the, uh, the uh, student, the, the NCS wire, the Macomba Lever, the Oraita, or the Zufa kid uh, to, to really say, oh, you know something, Let, let's, uh, I just heard a special talk. Who am I going to go talk to? The same guy that was, uh, that was here uh, you know, introducing this program to me and sitting here for the last three years with me in, uh, on this program. Avi Berman is with us, Executive Director of OU Israel. Uh, can you describe to us uh, how national uh, the OU has become in Israel? I would assume, and I don't know if, it was, if it's specifically in your tenure, but you could certainly address that as well. Uh, it, it has gone, I guess, from uh, a more localized 
establishment, something that's based in Yerushalayim and where most of the activities were at the OU Center, uh, to something that uh, you've seen sprout throughout the entire country. Could you describe that for us? Uh, yeah, thank God. It's it's really been tremendous watching. Uh, you know, uh, you spend many, many uh, nights and days and, uh, and phone calls and meetings uh, and trying to move things forward. And, uh, you know, you can take a position for a year or two years or three years and, and, and think that things are moving forward. And, you know, especially here in Israel, where every meeting has to start with two cups of coffee, uh, you know, by the, time you, by the time you get to talk about anything in a meeting, you know, it's, uh, the meeting's already over. So, so it really takes uh, time to develop things, to, to emotionally build up, etc. Um, so I'm now in my 10th year here in Israel. This is my 15th year in the OU, uh, starting in Vancouver, running NCSY in the Pacific Northwest region, uh, and falling in love with the OU and the whole, you know, methodology behind the OU of, 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 uh, cautious, uh, funds going back into Klai Yisrael and, and really turning around the world, uh, that for the last 10 years have given me the perspective of saying, okay, uh, look what we're doing here in Israel. These are the, these are the expertise that we have, that we have uh, really gained the expertise from, from worldwide. You know, uh, NTSY has been around for over 60 years in North America. Uh, we've been running youth programs here in Israel for over 20 years, if you include the OU Israel Center, uh, you know, for, for over 38 years. Uh, we really have, thank God, a tremendous amount of knowledge uh, with, uh, which is what we take with us in order to have a, sh- a strong impact. So I, I must, uh, I must share something that that has brought me tremendous pride over the last uh, last couple of weeks, and that is that uh, when dealing, you know, w- w- one of the communities that we deal with here is the modern Orthodox, uh, modern Orthodox world, right. and we have a program that's that's uh, centered here in Yerushalayim, but really is a magnet for for modern Orthodox teams from all ac- from all across the country. Uh, it's called the, the Pearl and Harold uh, Jacob Zula Outreach Center, uh, known as the Zula. Um, the, the beauty of the Zula is that it's uh, a center. You, you walk in there, you feel like you're, you're, you're back in the 60s. I, I wasn't born in the 60s, but I hear, you know, hippie days where, where everybody, you know, you, you did what you feel felt good with. Uh, you, you dressed the way you wanted. You, you, you uh, extended your hair or had dreadlocks. You, 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 you know, you just imagine what you wanted, and, and that's happening. Uh, I probably have some 60, 70-year-olds that are laughing at me right now, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> but if you walk down to the doula together with me um, and uh, try to uh, think back to those days and, and what you were trying to do when you were a teenager, uh, the Zula really takes these teens from all across the country. They might be in a conflict right now with their parents. They might have gotten into a fight with their, their, their teacher in school or, 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 or much worse. Uh, sometimes we're dealing with teens that are, you know, dealing with issues of promiscuity or, or drugs or alcohol or, or you know, uh, other types of abuses or, or, or you know, or, or looking at things that they shouldn't be looking on an ongoing basis. Uh, and Missoula really um, gives unconditional love. Uh, we have psychologists there, social workers and advisors that are working literally around the clock with these teens. Now, uh, an obstacle that, that uh, really existed uh, here in the state of Israel when I came into position uh, nine-plus years ago was the fact that if you look at the Ministry of Education, you look at the Ministry of Welfare, or Kidum Nar, which is the, the uh, youth body in each municipality, uh, there, there were three departments. There was the Haredi department, there was the Arab department, and there was the secular department. There was really nothing that was dealing with the modern Orthodox teams 
um, in any of these departments. Uh, part of it I'll blame on the modern Orthodox world that, you know, constantly said, oh, we have no problems, you know, just, uh, you know, put it all under the carpet and, and nobody will know about the issues and then we won't have them. And, and part of them is the government, you know, just constantly uh, not allowing uh, uh, people to really get working, you know, where by the time uh, a government, uh, you know, is built here in Israel, it already falls the next day. Uh, and you really don't have the ability to build uh, strategic planning and then uh, long-term uh, vision. And what we have been successful in doing is creating a, uh, a change in mindset in the Israeli society uh, where uh, we just had, you know, a whole uh, gathering in the Knesset where the, the Zula really has become the methodology, the Torah, in how to deal with modern Orthodox teams uh, that are going through, you know, at risk or going through uh, stages where they could reach at risk. And uh, we got the Ministry of Education to declare that they're opening an entire department that deals with modern Orthodox teams, which never existed before. Uh, we got the Ministry of Welfare to declare that they're opening a department that deals with modern Orthodox teams, and the same thing with Kidum Nar. Uh, and furthermore, they were, they were able to stand up and say, you know something, we never did this, we, we should have done this, and we never did it in the past. So uh, it's these processes that you're able to see after you know, nine years in a position uh, of a lot of hard work of, of, of your tremendous staff. How do you know it would work, especially when, you're, when such a key is uh, you know, uh, obtaining, or I should say gaining the confidence and the trust of the youngsters in these types of situations. How do you know it would work? You trust God? <laughs> <laughs> Simple as that. You rolled the, you rolled the dice, huh? Uh, you, at the end of the day, I think that we all know that when we do what's right, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is there for us, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu helps us. Um, it's not uh, it's not easy. Very many times it's very frustrating. You know, a minister comes in, you work extremely extremely hard to build up the relationship, to explain to him what you're doing. Another meeting, and oh, he's flying to the states, and then he's flying here, and then he has this, and then he has that. Oh, uh, middle, meeting just got canceled, and sometimes you wait, you know, another four months before you could sit down again, and then uh, you know he sends you to this person, and this person didn't understand, and oh, I'm sorry. I, I mean, you know, I can go through stories upon stories of how uh, you, you try to move something forward, and it takes you four years to do what you could have done in three days because you're dealing with a tremendous amount of bureaucracy and different people and different door offices and different everything. But at the end of the day, when you believe in something, and there's a message to all of us, when we believe in something and we know we're doing it 100% L'Shem Shemayim, we can have the confidence that it's going to work. Very good. Avi Berman is with us. He is the Rabbi Avi Berman is the executive director of OU Israel and is speaking to us from the Holy Land. Um, I think I asked you this a few months back um, when the process was uh, at a little bit of a different stage and a little bit off topic, but I'm sure you'll uh, oblige. Uh, are, are Israelis, and I guess in this case, you know, American Israelis, so to speak, Anglos, are they paying careful attention to the elections in this country, in the United States, the national elections, or, or we're not at that stage yet where they would pay a lot of attention to it? Um, uh, everybody's paying attention. I think, uh, you know, whether they're Anglos or they're Israelis, they're all paying attention. I don't think there's an Israeli that, uh, you know, doesn't know who uh, Donald Trump is and definitely does, uh, knows who uh, Hillary Clinton is. Uh, Trump has just been exposed to less time. That's what I'm saying, uh, you know, obviously uh, Hillary, because she's been around the block a lot more. But uh, and, and her husband, you know, uh, I think uh, really introduced the name Clinton. 
but um, so, so all Israelis are very uh, interested. Um, you know, I, I try to stay very far away from politics. Definitely, you know, in uh, in the states, but but the um, the the average person on the street is uh, is not happy with the relationship between the the current Israeli uh, government and the uh, American government right now. Uh, which you know, which, which which shouldn't be that way because for for so many years the American government and Israeli government got along well, and I think that uh, for so many years you know growing up every, everything that came out from America oh, we got a copy we got a copy we got a copy, and and today it's it's very much not like that I think that uh, Israel has lost lost a tremendous amount of respect for the American uh, um, um, culture the American uh, government. Um, and, uh, so, you know, there are positives about that, there are negatives about that. But at the end of the day, uh, the, the relationship that exists now, you know, and I, I'm not here to, to point fingers. You know, I think that, uh, that most people would agree with me as to whose fault it is. But uh, I'm not here to, to voice my opinion. Uh, at the end of the day, we, we really want a different relationship with the American government, and then we're very hopeful that the, uh, the new government is going to, going to be that way. Uh, as far as, uh, uh, you know, watching uh, Donald Trump, I think just like the Americans enjoyed to be entertained and watch him, I think so do the Israelis. Uh, you know, whether you agree with him or disagree with him, uh, that's, that's the reality. Um, the, the uh, you know, general uh, perspective here in Israel is that the world uh, better wake up and wake up fast because uh, the same threats that are facing Israel, you know, whether it's stabbings uh, in the streets that are constantly uh, attempted, or it's uh, you know just trying to demoralize or uh, devalue your uh, your values, etc. Um, you know it, it's facing the entire world. You know you, you, all you have to do is really look at the demonstrations around the world and the demands of certain communities to, to oppose certain laws in certain countries that have that have nothing to do with that type of law. To, to really be in a situation where you say, you know something, let's let's wake up and smell the coffee before it's going to be too late. So, um, yeah, I think the Israeli public is generally very concerned. They're hoping that the world wakes up and sees that the war that we're fighting uh, is really the, the world's, world's uh, battle and that, uh, you know, people wake up and then call a spade a spade. A couple of minutes left with right? Avi Berman, executive director of OU Israel. Um, you gave us a good perspective of some of the things that OU Israel is doing around the country and uh, some of the things you're most proud of. Are you able to find uh, plenty of uh, young and um, effective educators? I I'm always un under the impression that a lot of the, especially English-speaking ones um, you know, from these parts, are heading to Israel and are making their mark there. Obviously, I would guess you're, you're not only seeking English-speaking ones, but uh, youthful ones that have grown up in the state of Israel itself and our native Israelis, uh, are you able to uh, to put together a good crop of young people to do and to carry forth the educational programs and the Zula programs, etc., that you described earlier, or is there a shortage in that area? That is the number one challenge. Uh, today we have on staff here in Israel uh, over 200 uh, staff members, uh, 200 employees. Uh, it's It's uh, the biggest challenge, Mitzad Cheney, on the other side, on the other side, it's it's really the biggest asset that I have. The biggest asset that I have is, is the outstanding staff that uh, I am zayicha to work with on a daily basis, uh, from Kiryat Shmona up north and all the way down south to Yerucham. 
any city that you go into, you ask who the OU employee is here, and that is something that you would love to spend Shabbos by. You would love to meet their family. You would love to see what they're doing. You know, thank God today we're in 22 different cities across the country uh, with, with outstanding, outstanding staff. I, I literally, you know, see them. I love them. I hug them. I, I, I'm crazy about them because uh, we all share the same, the same passion, and we're all insane and work around the clock to make sure that that happens. Unbelievable. A lot to be proud of, that's for sure. I can't believe the number is 22. It's pretty incredible. Uh, Rabbi Avi Berman, he is the executive director of OU Israel. Call a vote to you. Uh, enjoy all of the special programming coming up, and uh, we appreciate the update. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, Reb Nachum, and I uh, hope all of us, Phil Bezer, Hashem, this, uh, this Wednesday have a meaningful day, and remember all those uh, 23-something thousand soldiers that unfortunately are no longer with us but have done so much to secure the state of Israel. And then the next day, celebrate together with all of us on Yom Ha'atzma'ut and make sure we thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for, for making sure that we have the state of Israel, making sure that we really could you know, move to the next stage of the Geula and hopefully bring Mashiach as soon as possible. Amen. My thanks, Rabbi Avi Berman. Great message to wrap things up here on a uh, Tuesday edition of the OU Jewish Reaction Program. More coming up. My name is Nachum Siegel. You are listening to the Nachum Siegel Network on social media. Don't forget, on Facebook, it's uh, simply entitled Nachum Siegel Network. On um, Twitter, at Nachum Siegel Net. Instagram, Nachum Siegel Network. Uh, my thanks are by Avi Berman for spending this time with us here at the Nachum Siegel Network.
We continue with the OU Jewish Reaction Show here at the Nahum Siegel Network. And uh, Steve Savitsky, who's former OU chairman and president, is with us via telephone to discuss the Steve the Steven Savitsky podcast, a podcast. Uh, Mr. Steve Savitsky, welcome back to the Nahum Siegel Network. Well, thank you so much. It's great to be back. I greatly appreciate that. I'm sure you look back at your years. On, well, are you still involved with the OU? What, 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 what is the involvement of a past chairman at this point? Well, I always tell people it's like when you have a child, do you ever give up on a child? <laughs> so the OU is a part of my life, and as a former president and chairman, of course, I'm still involved. I'm on the executive committee. I, I, uh, <clears throat> I'm involved in, in many, many aspects. And, of course, I have a, a deep interest. The OU is an extremely important organization for the Jewish community, and so uh, hopefully I still, still provide some guidance and uh, some scholarly advice to some other people. Well, if there's anything that you proved at that point when you took over and again became involved, and certainly heavily involved in a public way, uh, is how seriously you took the position and how seriously you believe the OU has a role in Jewish life, both here and around the world. Um, so, call like a vote for that. What is the Steve Savitsky podcast? Well, we're going to be doing something which is really going to be really interesting, something that I've thought about for a long time. You know, the OU is such a multifaceted organization, international, and we do every day great, great things. And I think sometimes people, of course, no matter how much you try, still look at the OU, oh, yes, Kashrus, yes, it's a Kashrus organization. And that's because, of course, we are the premier Kashrus organization in the world. Thank God for that. But we are involved in many, many, many things. And so talking to Gary Magda, who's director of communications, we try to think of something that would really be interesting to the listening audience. And, and I said, I think what we should do is we should try to do something where we really look at individual stories, motivational stories, emotional stories, personal stories, and we call it only at the OU. Things that happen on a daily basis where we change the lives of so many people, and people don't even really realize it. So here, hopefully what we're going to try to do with my podcast is deal with individuals who are out there all throughout the world and have them tell us some inspirational individual stories that happened to them and I think the people in the listening audience will be very surprised to hear about some of the great things that we're doing on a regular basis. There is a podcast you've been doing that has existed till now, correct? There is. What I've been doing, I've been doing several things. First of all, what I've been doing is uh, something which I call Savitsky Talks, which is basically where I uh, get a chance to talk to a lot of different people about what's going on in the Jewish world, <clears throat> discuss discuss events. I've also done a program called Around the Dining Room Table, which is somewhat similar I do something for the Jewish Action where I actually interview some of the people who've actually written articles in the Jewish Action, and I start to really get in depth about the articles and talk about it more. So I've been doing a lot of things. But this is something which is something I've been thinking about for a long time and something that I hope is going to start to come to fruition very shortly. Oh, that uh, sounds great. And uh, the idea, I guess, is to continue to highlight people who are making a difference out there. And you come into contact with a lot of people who are making a difference. Could you give us a... I don't know, a recent tale or something uh, sure. specific that has happened recently that would uh, highlight that? Let me give you a good example. So we have a really, really great young guy named Hart Levine. 
Hart Levine lives in Washington Heights, and while he was involved in college, he just decided on his own he wanted to start inviting people on Friday night. And so <clears throat> the University of Pennsylvania started inviting people, Jewish people, to come to his, to his house on Friday night, and it really blossomed and would grow. And so we heard about it, and Hart came back to us, and we funded him while he was in college so that he was able to do this on other college campuses. So kids who were on college, Jewish kids, would invite other kids to come. We would pay for the meal, and it was a very successful program, really one-on-one, uh, small groups, colleagues. It wasn't done as a, you know, a, a, a OU program. It was done that we helped fund it. And Hart then eventually graduated, moved to Washington Heights, got married, and he's still involved. And so we now fund another program that Hart does several programs. We fund several of those programs. He's a very innovative person. So what happened? Hart decided before Rosh Hashanah that he was going to go out in the middle of Washington Heights, I'm not sure what street, maybe 181st. He went out and he basically took an apple and honey, apples and honey, and basically stood on the corner and people would walk by, especially people who you would think would be Jewish, he would say to them, how would you like to have some apple and honey for the new year, a sweet new year? And he's standing there and there's a person on the corner uh, who looks... It looks interesting, but he didn't really come over to Hart. He just kind of looked. So Hart went over to him and said, listen, take an apple, take some honey, have a happy and a a very healthy New Year. And the guy said, you know, it's really interesting. You know, I'm Jewish, and I, as a matter of fact, I grew up in Russia, and then I spent a little time in Israel. I'm married now, and my wife and I have been thinking about maybe we should really become more involved, but... This is really this is really nice for you. And of course, of course, and then invited him to come. He came to the special Rosh Hashanah services, and then he came to a Seder eventually, and he just had a child, and Hart helped name the child, a girl, a beautiful girl, and then named her in the shul. And then he's starting to come to the special minion that Hart has set up, all because he basically was standing on the street, basically with an apple and a honey, and basically look at this person who didn't even come over, and he came over to him, and he's changing his life right now. And there are so many stories. This is a good example of what I'm talking about. Oh, it's a good one. Like I say, you travel the world and meet a lot of different people, and people out there are making a big difference, and in a very small way. Sometimes it just takes a small act to make a very big difference, and that's a very, very good example. Steve. Right, and that's why also what I want people to understand is that Hart Levine is not, when you see him, he's not one of these people you say, well... He's a pretty quiet guy. He's not He's not the kind of person that you would think would be able to do this. And so I really want to explore with Hart is, how did, how did you do this? And, like, when you're standing on the corner, what do you what do you think? I mean, are you, are you nervous when you go over to somebody? Maybe someone's going to say, get away from me or whatever it is. And <laughs> what motivates you to do it and so on and so forth? And that, I think, is part of the human interest story of what it takes to do something like that. As I said, this is just one story. We you know, with all the, the divisions that we have between NCSY with you know, you know, 14, 15 regions, and then maybe 100 different chapters, and Yachad, and then JLIC on the college campuses, and Next Gen, and then our Israel program, and even our conscious. I mean, sometimes talking to some of the people who work in our conscious division about some of their experiences they've had, you know, what's it like to go to Malaysia or Vietnam and go to some place to, to check a factory, you know, for, for conscious? And the human interest part, and I think that's really what I'm trying to achieve at this point. A lot of people are spending a lot of time in different areas of the world doing what you just described, whether it be kashras or something else. And sometimes those are some of the unsung heroes, and you get to bring them to our attention through this segment. Um, the uh, Steve Savitsky podcast, it, it will begin officially when? What are you looking for in terms of getting we're it out hope, to the public? We're, 
Yeah, we're hoping shortly, you know, in the next few weeks, we're going to actually start it going. We, you know, we're starting to do some initial interviews, and then we have to do the editing. We, you know, we really want to do it right. We want to make it interesting and, and fun, and it's going to be short. It's not going to be all that long, but I want people to to really really enjoy it, and it'll be something a little different. Uh, former OU chairman and president Steve Savitsky, and finally, it's, it's remarkable. I mean, you just described one, but it's remarkable how many young people out there are taking initiative and really becoming leaders, whether it be on their campus, whether it be in their community, uh, whether it be through their youth group or, or some other type of formal atmosphere or sometimes informal atmosphere. Are, are we enjoying a an unprecedented um, uh, uh, leadership spurt in the Orthodox community, or you've seen this before? You know, I think we really are seeing something really unique. Uh, we have so many young people who are so committed who want to make a difference. And I think today, because of the Internet and, and Facebook and Twitter and so many things, you could make you could make a difference in somebody's life. And, uh, yeah, I think it's terrific. I mean, I don't know if people even realize that, you know, we have over at NCSY, we have over a 1,000 advisors. These are kids who are really basically mostly college kids who, you know, spend the Shabbos, travel all over to, you know, to work, you know, in our programs and Yachad advisors, and uh, they go to camp. And, and uh, really, I think it's terrific. I think there's such great young leadership in, uh, in, the Jew- in the Jewish world, and I think we have a lot to be proud of. To say the least. Steve Savitsky, he's very proud of what the OU has done and what the Jewish leadership and young leadership has done in general in this country and the world. I thank you so much. Good luck with the podcast. We'll update everybody as soon as it's available to everyone. Thank you so much, and then best of luck to you, and thank you for everything you do now. I mean, you are, you're, you're incredible, okay? I greatly appreciate that. Okay. Steve Savitsky, former chairman and president of the OU, the Steve Savitsky podcast is going to be available soon for listeners worldwide. You have been listening to the OU Jewish Reaction Show, and I thank all of you for tuning in and being part of this every single Tuesday here at the Nahum Siegel Network. I um, remind you on social media, it's uh, Nahum Siegel Network on Facebook, at Nahum Siegel Net on Twitter, Nahum Siegel Network on Instagram. OU Jewish Reaction Show brought to to you by the OU and the Nahum Single Network.